Welcome back to Look Who's Talk, episode 106. COVID gets Aaron Rodgers, and he's a seven-point player against the Chiefs. Bills are Super Bowl favorites. Allen, MVP favorite, am I dreaming? How about Hux Titans? Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Episode 106, your favorite NFL podcast, giving you actionable intelligence to make money, put some dollars in your pocket. Wherever you're listening, ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and vanagam, which is Sri Lankan. You're learning something, something already for all you new listeners. We got six Q-picks for point spread. We got the gambling donut. We're going to talk about some futures plays to play right now, as well as a little update on some futures plays we did earlier in the season. Last year, we took the Bucks all the way to the Super Bowl and hedged them all the way in the playoffs. We're going to do that with the Bills this year and the Bucks and Mr. Tom Brady for MVP. He's moved down from 1,000 to plus 450. Uh, I told you. I told you, Q-Picks went one and five. It was not a good week. Gambling donut, not a good week. But we gave you three props on Thursday night football. All three of them hit. We gave you three props on Monday night football. Two out of the three of them hit. And Engram came up one catch short, but that's five for six on props. We hope you cashed. We hope you did it. Uh, thank you for listening. This is episode 106. And we are growing exponentially, organically. And it's all because of you guys. Thank you for sharing, downloading, uh, subscribing and following our podcast on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Lambo. Uh, you can follow us at Hughes Talking, um, H-U-S Talking on Instagram. You can't spell that. I'm surprised you found the show. Uh, you can follow our sister account with his new jibs, Bugs Bunny, a.k.a. at Weird Mike, spelled M-I-C. Uh, Gambling Donut pick, took a bit of a gut shot last week, but the guy's got a new smile. So he's not having as bad a week as Mr. Aaron Rodgers. How are you, Weird Michael? Mm. Three decades in the making, Jeffrey. You were there for almost all of them. Fresh cut jibs, here to stay. The gambling donut inevitably was going to have a horrible week as the final time I bit into it with no jibs. Sprinkles (laughs) on the counter, crumbs on my fingers. It's been a nightmare on and off for three decades. Uh, I'd like to thank all the look who's talkers that have endured my teeth saga, whether it made you cry or cringe or cackle, whatever it did. If you picked it up on the mall floor, if you found it at a party because I was eating some nuts behind the shed. Thank you. (laughs) You told the girl I was about to link up with at the club. Hey, Be careful of that guy. He's got a surprise for you later. It was never the surprise they were anticipating. (laughs) To all those women, I thank you for still going through with it. Whatever it is you went through. Fill in your blanks, folks. And, uh, you know, uh, Jeff, you're one of those people. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. I'll fill in a couple blanks here. For those who don't know, Mike lost his front two jibs. Uh, bite into a pork chop probably around springtime. Maple Leafs playoff hockey watching in grade nine, grade eight, grade seven, grade nine. And uh, the first time I actually MX accident, grade three, eight years old. Ten days after my original fronts landed, they were gone. This goes, this predates the pork chop. That's and the BC that, era. And that was the end of Weird Mike's extreme sports career. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, so, you know, maybe that's first, why it took so long for the uh, for that world to catch up the, to me. The first time I ever actually heard about it, because you always had, had in the fake jibs at school, was hearing a good story somewhere at a party or something about you going on a date with that Aussie girl with the freckles. It was pretty cute. Uh, and you made out after the movie and then she's like, Oh God, I think your gums in my mouth. And you, she stuck out her tongue and you took the fake teeth off and put her right back in and smiled at her. I can and tell you that's ever since. Tale, but it's not that's that called, far off. It's called getting through adversity folks. That's what that is. You know, there's one jib story that, uh, got left on the cutting room floor for 106 episodes. All of them brought to you by Huck media. Thank you. Huck media.ca. Uh, bills. Jets, Ralph Wilson Stadium, a Saturday game, Vinny Testaverde versus Doug Flutie for the AFC East crown. 
I'm there with Palmatier, Poulin, and his dad. Okay? The, the flipper is new. It's, it's a few weeks after that pork chop, Jeff. Okay? The jibs are new. In goes Flutie on a naked bootleg. Bills are down seven. And the jibs go flying out of my row six seat in the fourth quarter. Now I'm oh scrambling God. on the dirty, filthy, Ralph Wilson floor in late December with your oh sludge and beer and nacho cheese. And I think there was a condom. I don't know what the fuck was at the bottom of those stands, but I found my teeth in row four. Okay. I was like a groundhog looking for a fucking winter home. And I found them and I rocked those. I didn't rest, not the rest of the day. Yeah. But anyway, bills and the teeth have a saga. All right, I was th- I knew there was something missing. Palmatier and Poulin can attest to that one. Fresh after the pork chops, a couple of chompers on the stadium floor in mid-December. Ralph Wilson, the rare Saturday game. You know what I like about this whole tea thing is that we've done 106 episodes. We've been through, you know, there's been some really intense sports stories that have happened throughout this 106 episodes tiger coming back and winning the masters. And we made like two G's on it. The bills get into the AFC championship game with the quarterback that we begged them to draft toss in 70 other things that could have required a speech. You know, Kobe Bryant's death. The first time I've ever seen you read from a speech to thank people on this show was to celebrate your new gifs. Hey. <laughs> Three decades in the making, man. That's uh, that's no drug. I definitely shed a tear walking out. And last note here, because, you know, people want to talk some football. Of course. But, um, you know, I finally think I earned the respect of my five-month-old daughter <laughs> just yesterday. I think it happened. Okay. For the first five months, I'm walking around in the same clothes as her, eating all the same times as she is with the same amount of teeth she had. You're on the left Who's boob. She's guy? on the right boob. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, shout out baby cat. She's got a brand new daddy and uh, we got a whole bunch of new picks for you. Like I said, new smile, new beginning, 27 K in the mouth. Got to start paying for it somehow. Here we go. I love how we got a Doug Flutie shout out in the middle of that. Um, Love Doug Flutie. Shout out CFL football. Also, I can't believe you were so surprised with a Doug Flutie naked boot because the guy was the best naked booter. In quarterback history, you got to expect that. In fact, they should call it the naked flute. <laughs> I was enamored with the chant. That was the first time I heard J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. And I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Oh, it's pretty good. All right. Um, okay. Uh, just to, we got, you know, we got, we're going to get to our this week's picks actually rather fast this week to make it a lot more money. Plus, we're going to hop on the, the, all the rage with some of now the uh, legalized bettings, you know, taken off all over the US. People are going crazy on Instagram and rightfully so, because it's a very exciting part of sports gambling, especially on football on these 12 leg parlays, hundred bucks pays a hundred grand. You know, <laughs> you're talking to the right people. You are listening to the right show, folks. Okay. Because we have been making parlays like this while doing straight bets on the side. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of people just avoid the big parlays altogether. Well, not me. Let me tell you a story about Brett Favre versus the Carolina Panthers on Monday Night Football. I probably told this story before. I was working as a bartender in London, Ontario at this place called the Outback Shack. All right. Suddenly I had a six thousand dollar like five tickets that all needed Brett Favre. Plus nine versus the Carolina Panthers on Monday Night Football. And I knew Brett wouldn't let me down. And uh, I've been playing big parlays ever since because they, they pay well because they're hard, but they're not impossible. All right. So uh, we're, we're, what we're going to do is what I'm leading to is we are going to, after we do our picks, we're going to make and talk, talk through one big ass ticket to make. Post it on Instagram and Facebook on the weekend on Saturday and see how many look who's talkers play the same ticket. And maybe we all get rich together. Look who's talking. Also, if we're all getting rich together, we're bringing back uh, Hughes Holiday Helpers. Last year, we raised, I think, just under 1100 bucks for uh, Holiday Helpers, which helps bring underprivileged families the full Christmas tradition of tree, presents, and a nice Christmas meal. 
uh, all in the GTA, Greater Toronto area. So we're going to link up with them again, start that GoFundMe up again and uh, raise some even more money and start a lot earlier. We'll talk about that more next week, but let's get rich and let's get back. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. So you make a big parlay, you spike it, you toss a few shekels into the fund. No big deal. Yes. More than a few shekels, Mike, if we get rich. Okay. Yeah, Lots of shekels, shekels is a, is an indefinable amount. It's a unit. Hey, I'll be there in a moment. What's a moment. Is it one minute? Is it eight minutes? I'm all about indefinable amounts, but, <laughs> of <course you> are. <laughs> but, but down with set amounts, right? Yes. Um, all right. Huck daddy question for you. How much did it cost to get Carson Wentz on the Huck media uh, company directory? Because some of those mistakes that he made to give your Titans a, uh, a huge victory in the middle of the season, probably the biggest regular season victory thus far, as far as playoff chances go. Yes. Is that the biggest over victory? Weird. I don't think there's been a bigger no, win. It is. It is the season thus okay. far. Okay. Because they Titans beat. have had a couple big wins. They beat well, they, the Bills. They, they yes. stomped on the Chiefs. It wasn't exciting a game, but it was a big win nonetheless. Two great victories, but just as far as separating yourself from the only team that can really catch you in your own division. Correct. Yeah, that's big, true. Biggest that's win true. of the season. That was a hell of a was finish. Eh? I was I was golf. I was playing golf on Sunday and watching you. watching on my phone, like in between shots. I, I shot like one of my better rounds of the season because I wasn't worried about the golf game at all. Nice. I was worried about the Titans scoring and getting to overtime. I thought they had it when they picked it. They picked it off on the goal line. I thought it was over. And then they let it go all <laughs> yeah. the way down again. Anyway. Fucking crazy game. But crazy we're, game. We're, we're definitely going to miss Derrick Henry. That's for sure. That's why I know we've got the best goddamn football fucking producer in the world. Weird Mike. All right. He's golfing uh, yes. on Halloween. Fall golf in Toronto or Muskoka. And he's got Toronto. the Titans Colts game on his phone. If you were gambling on the foursome in front of you's putts, weird Mike might might take his clothes off right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, Huck. I thought you had a far more interesting life. Here I am following you on Instagram. You know, you're at the Raptor game. You're at the Leaf game. You know, I'm sending you primo seats, buddy. And the guy tells me pre-show, "Hey, buddy, I wasn't at the Raptor game. I wasn't at the Leaf game." And I wasn't at the farmer's market 10 days ago. That's his mysterious twin brother. Huckster, he got a brother that I'm following that Not I've been leaving twin. cryptic messages on for the last 106 weeks. It's been very clear since day one that my Instagram is Huck Media. Not yep. a Huckle. I do have a brother. He does have the same initials as me. I can understand yep. the confusion. But how you found his Instagram and you didn't click on his profile where it says Adam Huckle and shows a picture of a very different Huckle. <laughs> um, like I said, you know, maybe we became Insta friends before I was familiar with all the monikers and avatars and alternate siblings and alternate universes. You're just saying words right now. He's got a brother. It's not an alternate sibling, an alternate universe. A Guys, this was the metaverse. Look who's talkers. This was the funniest pre-show meeting we've ever had. <laughs> and he's just figuring out the mics and shit. And weird Mike's just like, yeah, I even living it up. Hey, eh, Huck, you know, Raptors game, Leafs game. And, and he's like, I haven't been to either. Uh, I've been working my ass off. My brother has. And he also mentioned that you he, Niagara tours been sending him a bunch of messages on Instagram that he doesn't understand. <laughs> it's so good. I didn't think that needed a full translation, but you know, I fucking loved just it. In case. Okay. All right. So well, big yeah, up shouts to uh, Huckle's brother. Shout out Adam Huckle. I think you're a pretty cool dude. Got babysat <laughs> by Chelsparn back in the day. Good for you, buddy. All right. Um, yeah, as we mentioned in the in the opening, the Bills are the Super Bowl favorite right now. This doesn't really happen a lot in life. So, you know, you got to celebrate these things while they're happening. And just just like it's a metaphor for the rest of the league. The Rams know that their Super Bowl window is right now. Why not trade a couple second round picks for Von Miller? genius um but just let's just celebrate and enjoy this for a second hey take a deep breath everybody the bills are the super bowl favorite in vegas vegas doesn't fuck around this isn't hope this is just logistics this is analytics this is the smartest sports people in the world being like this is the number one team also josh allen 
the consensus MVP favorite right now in Las Vegas as well. So we have the MVP quarterback of the league, according to Vegas right now, and the best team in the league, according to Vegas right now. A-A-A-A. Yeah. It's extremely dip. extremely exciting that that's the truth, the cold yeah. hard truth. It's the truth. Uh, equally discouraging that all these people with all these amounts of money are backing the bills as a 20 plus year jib losing Ralph Wilson diehard. Uh, we're all aware of the pitfalls. Is this the year Jeb? Is it finally the year? The Is it finally time? Yes, absolutely. As I said before week one, it will be the bills and the bucks. I, I love how eight weeks into my prediction, I'm actually even more sure of it. Uh, feels good. When the Bucks are totally healthy, I still don't think the Rams, Packers, or Cardinals could beat them, or the Cowboys. Um, or I'm not saying that the Bucks would smoke them, but I got the Bucks and the Bills. Hey, with the Chiefs somewhat downfall, more on that in five minutes. Um, the Bills are emerging as the number one candidate. Who who's in their way? You know, I, I got the Bills number one. I got the Chiefs number six. And like we got Ravens, Titans, Chargers, Browns, all in that kind of bunch. Browns. Uh, Get the Browns sorry, out of sorry, any kind of. Sorry, not Browns, not Browns, Bengals, Bengals. Oh, yeah. You're still you're still thinking they're elite, even though they haven't turned the mental corner. Sure. And I'm not going to be emotional because, yes, I did lose my survivor by picking the Bengals. <clears throat> oh, no. Yeah, team up- Buried the lead. Hewlett out of survivor. Shed I'm a out of survivor. I believed in the Bengals. I still do. Don't be swayed, folks. Don't be jaded. I'm talking to myself here as well. Backup quarterbacks had an abnormal week last week. Okay. Cooper Rush isn't, going, isn't supposed to go in there and beat the Vikings on a beautiful throw to Amari Cooper through coverage. Uh, Mike White isn't supposed to throw for 400 yards against the Bengals. And uh, Trevor Simeon isn't supposed to beat the Bucks, but hey, any given Sunday. But don't let that sway you going forward. Backup quarterbacks, for the most part, lose. I thought, or, um, and don't. I thought Mike White's name was Luke Falk. The way he oh, yeah, dogged yeah. you, Jeff. He, so, tell a little backstory here. Tell the people. A little backstory here. Two years ago, I got eliminated from the same survivor pool by picking. Uh, it, it was I, I was going to pick the Philadelphia Eagles with Carson Wentz, who were steaming at the time, uh, to beat. Luke Falk, the backup quarterback for the Jets in Philly. And I, everyone was on Philly, like the entire survivor pool. And I've looked up college highlights of Luke Falk and got convinced that he could beat the Eagles. I took the Chiefs at home against the Colts on Sunday night football. And uh, the Colts just ran it down their throat in the Chiefs Super Bowl winning year. And was what one of their only home losses, I think, of the year. Maybe one of their only losses. And uh, Luke Falk just got destroyed by the Eagles and I got Luke Falked and I was fucked up. And then this year with Mike White and the Jets, a backup quarterback, everyone on the Bengals, it felt like the same situation was happening to me again. So I didn't move off the Bengals because of Luke Falk, even though it was actually Mike White and then Mike White, Luke Falked me. If you could follow all that, I'm sorry for the code, <laughs> but I got Luke Falked. At 1257. Weird Mike changes his pick off the Bengals into the Rams. Yeah. Weeks ahead of schedule. I did it and I'm happy. Of course. I still got a lot of guns in the closet. That was actually the only good thing that happened to me betting this weekend was surviving. (laughs) The gambling donut went on three. Yeah. Lost a few units on the, on the, on the parlay card. Um, But I did survive. Uh, Jeff, you are one of 700 Bengal casualties. Owie. Survivor update, 600 remain for 200K plus. Weird Mike, one of them. This week, leaning Dallas, minus 10 at home versus Denver. Looking Indy Thursday night against the Jets. But do I want to get fault by Mike White, who is the passing leader this past week in the NFL? Now he's on a short week. What a perfect time to capture some momentum. On yeah. a three-day week after a team that just got lit up by a team that doesn't really pass that much. So leaning Dallas, looking Indy, weird Mike alive and survivor. Sorry, I think it'd be I really nice. I'm sorry. Even though 700 people got eliminated. It's okay. Very actually, sad that you even though it. my picks did bad, 
uh, in like my Hugh picks first losing week of the season and uh, and just our pick 12 pick. Anyway, bad week. Gambling wise, I actually did good because I didn't I gambled not really quite like myself. I threw down a couple hundred bucks on uh, the Bills under and then the Steelers and then the under and the Chiefs game, like individual bets. Actually, I did pretty good. But anyway, enough about our bet. Enough about that. Um, Bill, I mentioned just quickly back to the futures quickly. Uh, the Chiefs. The whole world's down on them. You know, something's wrong with the Chiefs right now. Blah, 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 blah. None of this will matter if they make the tournament. And right now you can get them at plus 1,100 to win the Super Bowl. Keep in mind, still the best player on earth, probably. He's just not playing like the smartest player on earth. He's getting out of the pocket a little bit early and just panicking a bit. I heard someone say he's playing a little more like his Texas Tech days, and I see that too. But if they can get, if they can make it to the tournament, the only team they'll be an underdog against, I think, is the Bills. So get them at this nice price because I still see them making the tournament. Plus 1,100, take the Chiefs back to the futures right now. Uh, I still think I got the Bills to win the Super Bowl, but that's not what this is about. It's about value. Chiefs plus 1,100. Also, I know I, 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 we got Allen as the favorite for, for MVP. Brady's plus 450. You can find him plus 500 certain places. A couple different things happened. Uh, Aaron Rodgers gets COVID. That just happened, by the way. That'll be old news by the time you hear this. So he's out one week, which, which can cost you in the MVP race, right? Stats-wise and stuff. And if they lose. Um, Kyler Murray sprained his ankle. Unsure about his next few weeks. And he's not quite as effective when, he's, when he can't run. And Derrick Henry. All praise the king. Down for the season. Sorry, Hawk Daddy. Sorry, Weird Mike. That sucks for your futures bets, but that's the way injuries go. Now, futures one guy is not down the shitter. Futures down the shitter. RIP to the King Henry campaign. I don't know if it'll ever ramp back up to the 2K annual talk. That's why they missed the chance to give him the MVP. Brady's going to play till he's 50. They, yeah. they, they missed the boat. They, they disrespected the King, and now he's on the shelf. If you are a Ravens fan or just a believer in the Ravens football this season, Lamar Jackson's plus 2,500 to win the Super Bowl. If Brady and Allen fall off a little bit uh, and Lamar just keeps winning games, running for one touchdown a game, throwing for two, he's something to look at at plus 2,500. In four weeks, that could he could be like the third favorite. So just keep that in mind. Back to the Futures brought to you by the DeLorean. Giddy up. Patriots plus 8,000. If, if they think they can make it to the tournament, it's pretty just good value. Okay, enough about that. Um, something that came to mind as I was watching the Broncos awful game against the Reds, the, against the Washington football team quickly. Sometimes you have to remember, and this is a message to myself, that we're on the periphery. I really do believe in Drew Locke as far as the way he throws the football. But we're, you know, I'm not a coach. I'm not a practice. I'm not at the mini camps. I'm not in the dressing room. And if they haven't started Drew Locke by now, uh, coming out for the second half against the Browns two weeks ago or last week, their inept offense against the against Washington, obviously I'm wrong about something because he should be he, any any guy who has that much uh, upside. You think would have got the start by now? So I'll stop talking about Drew Locke. I'm obviously just missing something wrong about it. Not at practice, and sometimes we just have to remember we're, we're on the periphery. We don't know anything about these guys as much as we think we do. Douche, bro. Drew Locke is a douche. The room hates him. Elway doesn't like him. The guy might be better, but he's just a class A douche, man. I just don't get it. Won, he hasn't won the room. I guess it's not. Not, a, not being a grown up. I guess not. I guess you're right. Just anyway, I'll admit where I'm wrong there. I, I still think he's got potential, but if they haven't started him yet, there's something I don't know about him. And we're on the periphery. That's it. Um, yeah. Vaughn uh, Von, Von Miller. Von Miller on the Rams. Do you, are they the best team in the NFC now, Mike? Um, I think the want. Remember, Brady won seven Super Bowls, but the rest of the box didn't. So they might have a Super Bowl hangover catch-up. You know, might, Brady might be willing them now, reminding them that, you know, week six is important too still, even though you got a ring, even though we're chasing a ring. But is, is that strain and stress now going to cost them down the stretch fighting for home field 
you know, in the divisional weekend against an upstart Washington football team, it's, it's a lot. The Rams have the hunger and the want right now. That is, that is uber clear from the top down straight ballers season five unfolding with the LA Rams right now. Gun to your head, neutral field, both teams, totally healthy Rams bucks to go to the Super Bowl. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Rams right now. Okay. I'll take the, fully healthy. Totally healthy. Everybody's healthy. I, I take the bucks. Give me Antonio Brown and, and Gronk back. I just, I don't know how you stop it. I, I like um, how they made a move for one and, specific and, play. The Rams went ahead and got Von Miller to sack Brady in the NFC title game. I know. I love on that. Third and 14. <laughs> I love the final it. Drive. That's why they got him for one fictitious, probably very real scenario. And they pulled the trigger. So good for them, man. And this is, you know, we were pretty hard on Aaron Rodgers on this show for good reason. It's, it's, I like betting against him in big games because I feel like he has a pretty open personality and what he's revealed to us shows me at least that he's a bit too self-absorbed to be the real team leader to win a lot of these big NFC championship games. But I got to give him a little credit here. Watching every opponent, every major opponent that he has just arm up like, like an arms race in, in war. And the Packers just sit there and try to develop third round receivers. It's, it's tough. To, it's tough to battle. Um, the Bucks basically have an all-star team. The Rams have four all pros on the same team now. Like, come on. So anyway, feel for Packer fans. I do. Cause uh, they just trying to sort of get lucky with it when it comes down to the, the really intense games of the NFC playoffs. No, no, no. you're saying luck. It's, it's publicly traded versus evil billionaire. Okay. That's what's happening right now. But evil even a publicly- billionaire, cronky sports and entertainment mile high altitude sports now in LA versus the publicly traded. Hey, I own a piece, Tom dairy farmer, cheesehead. God love him, but he ain't making the world go round. And you don't you think know, that guy wants a replacement tight end for Tanya? Like I think Joe blow in Wisconsin wants a tight end for the playoffs rather than a fourth round pick. Yes, but he's not able to do it. Well, they the got to want work. is going to work on their voting machines. Uh, yeah. Anyway, just, that's just announced now. Yeah. No Rogers versus the chiefs. He's a seven point player apparently. Right. So a lot, the most, of, most in the league, I think Mahomes is around the same thing. Seven and a half, like the difference between him and Chad Henney, the guys on straight out of Vegas were talking about this actually before Rogers got COVID just talking about the most valuable players, according to Vegas, as in, you know, they play, do these scenarios. Like if, if Mahomes got hurt seven point seven and a half points immediately, um, Allen, I think six to Mitch Lamar's about the same thing. Anyway, really cool. Cause and quarterbacks are like everything. Normally skill position players to defensive players, half a point, one point Devonte Adams being two points was actually a big deal in Vegas the other day. Interesting stuff. Michael. Oh man. I, uh, yeah. One and five. The one I got right was the Steelers. My Pittsburgh Steelers saved me from a donut with a straight up win over the Browns. I, I think that I think, again, it's a culture team. When Mike Tallman responded to those USC rumors being like, I have the best job in the fucking sports world that you, we, you know, we've all played sports. You're seeing that on the TV in the locker room. That fires you up, man. You run, you wouldn't want to run through a wall for that guy. Now that's a simplistic view of it. I'm not saying necessarily makes them win the game, but if you're trying to figure out whether a team's going to give max effort or 80% effort collectively. That's a good way to ensure max effort out of your team. Mike Tomlin, what a coach. I like him. So Jeffrey, despite your, uh, was it your worst of the year? One in five. Yeah. Worst of the year. One in five. My, my record is currently 25, 22 and one. We're still three games above 500. And, uh, I like my picks this week. I believe so, I have, I believe I have the honors. Yes. That's where I was going with this with the one in five. It's already turning up for Hugh Picks as he has regained honors. Hugh! 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 
All right. Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Uh, 25, 22, and 1 for the season. Let's make you some more money. We'd still be up three units if you bet every single goddamn thing I said this year. Not to mention the props, which we are actually getting red hot on. So remember, stay tuned at Hughes Talking. Okay. Our gold pick, <laughs> even though they cost me last week, I'm taking them again. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals minus three at home versus the Cleveland Browns. This is all about turmoil. One team facing an interesting turmoil turmoil as being one of the new favorites who lost a game they shouldn't have. Cleveland Browns, much different type of turmoil. Got your star receiver's dad publicly calling out the quarterback for not throwing it to him when he's open. Borderline accusing him of racism. Uh, Their running game isn't what it once was. And the Cleveland Browns are just a dysfunctional team right now. They tried to trade OBJ at the deadline. Nobody took him. What's he going to be like in the dressing room this week? The Cincinnati Bengals, they love each other. They just somewhat underperformed as a team last week. And they still kind of look good doing it. You know, they were up 11 points with six minutes left over the Jets. Just, you know, that's the way football works. To get them under a field goal in a game, I'm honestly sure they're going to win. I'll take it. You can get it two and a half certain places. It's minus three right now. Look for Joe Burrow, uh, Mixon, Chase, and uh, all those boys to bounce back for a nice home win to beat the Browns. Uh, Crowd fully behind them. Baker having to do a silent count in a division game. I don't like it. Joe Burrow is cut out for this stuff. I don't think Baker is. Okay. Uh, Our silver pick. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens minus five and a half at home, taking the Minnesota Vikings coming off the most disappointing loss in probably two years for the Vikings. You just lost to Cooper Rush in a must-win game at home in front of the whole world. Kirk Cousins didn't look good. Your running game didn't look good. Your secondary didn't look good. Nothing looked good about the Vikings. And I like the Ravens coming off a bye as a powerful running team that likes to get up the passer on defense. You give them rest right about now as they look to sort of take over this division. Yeah, I look for the Ravens to get on it early. And as I talked about last week, they're very good with time management. So in the second quarter, they're very good at really pushing the pedal to the metal. They can go 14-7 to 21-7 really quick. And Lamar running on third down against those older defensive ends on the Minnesota Vikings. I like the Ravens to win by more than a touchdown here. And I like to get them to get up early and just put pressure on Kirk Cousins that he's not going to be able to respond to. The Kirk Cousins era is over, folks. Get rid of him. Okay, I told you one team in purple would be bad. I told you two teams in purple would be bad. One of them turned out to be right. It's the Vikings. All right. Our bronze pick, we're taking the Los Angeles Chargers in a bounce-back game on the road in Philadelphia. The Chargers are minus minus one and a half uh, going into... Going into Philly, Philly's they look pretty good against the Lions. Smoking the Lions last week, I don't buy it. They lost Jalen Ragnar to injury, and I I I just like the Chargers as an overall team. Looking at this one as a big bounce back game to get back on track. They haven't looked good since the Raiders game, and I just Justin Herbert's a much better quarterback. I think the Chargers have a much better team. I think they'll control the line of the scrimmage more than uh, Philly's used to controlling the line of scrimmage. That's one thing where they do have an advantage. But with Bosa and the boys uh, putting pressure on Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders being out, I don't like the weapons for Philadelphia. I like the Chargers to win this one by six. 26-20 Chargers, and uh, that's the bronze pick. All right, our fourth pick, we're taking the Miami Dolphins minus six and a half. Versus an awful team, the Houston Texans. Now, this you might be thinking this is a trap game. Like, who are the Dolphins to get six and a half points over anybody? Well, <laughs> the Houston Texans are a football team. They're just not playing like a professional one. I also don't, doesn't even look like they're trying to win games right now. I think the Dolphins are very much trying to win games right now. Coach trying to keep his job. Quarterback's trying to keep his job. A whole bunch of players in that team don't want the coach to get fired because then it resets the whole organization. No one's job safe anymore. If they can crack off some late wins here, even if they don't make the playoffs, they can get a you know an eight and nine record or even seven and ten. Probably guarantees continuity without within the, the organization. Throw in the whole Houston and Miami. We're actually about to make the trade type thing. I think Tua blasts off for an actual great game against a horrible Houston defense. Who just doesn't care anymore? So I'll take him under a touchdown. I got him. I'll, t- I'll honestly take almost any team in the league right now by a touchdown over Houston at home. Yep. Okay. Our fifth pick. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons plus six 
going into New Orleans, look, if you aren't sure who your quarterback's going to be, I'm not taking you to win by six points over almost anybody. Okay, Falcons are a middle-of-the-pack team. Saints are at the top of that middle-of-the-pack. But if it's Taysom Hill coming off injury, no, I don't love six points. If it's Trevor Simeon just doing that again, I don't like him covering six points against a division rival. Atlanta's not good enough necessarily to win this game outright, but they're definitely good enough to keep it close and lose in a classic Atlanta fashion. How about this 24-23 Saints win? Because uh, that's just the way Atlanta plays football. But they'll cover the six points. That's our fifth pick. And I'm taking the Denver Broncos plus 10. Yeah, they lost Den- They lost uh, Vaughn Miller, but there's no guarantee that Dak Prescott's playing this game. Now, Vegas certainly thinks so, giving them 10 points. But if he does come back, he won't be as mobile. And if he doesn't come back, well, then I got Cooper Rush to cover 10 points against the Broncos. Okay, This isn't the Texans, it's the Broncos. And uh, by the way, Teddy B, great underdog, bad fave. And this is a big dog. Uh, 10 points is too much, especially if it's Cooper Rush. So Cooper Rush or an injured Dak Prescott, that's too many points. Take Denver to lose in a close one. How about that? Those are your picks. I really like them this week. Giddy up. You! Jeffrey. Jeffrey. How you doing? A couple of teams on there you don't see too often, eh? Yeah. And you know what that means. Disagreement. When you see, <laughs> that's what you get. All right. Uh, only ones I really love are the Chargers. Bronze pick, minus two at Philly. Okay. That is the battle of the unknown coaches. Okay. One is hailed a genius. One is hailed a lunatic. And the difference between the two is about three plays over the course of this season. So, but also, I think, think both- talent will win out. And the Chargers, a short price, better team, no doubt. Uh, I think, no I, honestly, the the ages of the of the, the two coaches in this game we're talking about, they could be your age and my age, <laughs> running billion dollar NFL franchises on the field. Are you talking about backup QBs earlier, man? There's a shit ton of backup coaches in the NFL right now. Yes, How's that for some real talk. Yes, Sirianni would be a backup coach on every other team in the league. <laughs> Dan Campbell, get this guy back in the strength and conditioning room. Okay. Yeah. That's where you belong. Yeah. He's, he needs to be smacking butts and, and, and pumping iron and just, and and questionable, questionable language, you know, know, get this guy away from the mic where he can say what he's really feeling, where it doesn't really matter. Okay. If, if I had to defend Sparta with 298 other Spartans, I would want Dan Campbell as our leader. All right. <laughs> Love the show fight in the shade, but to run a football team, I don't think you want a male cheerleader anymore. You know, dirty anyway. birds plus six at the Superdome. I'm into yeah. it. Uh, I think the saints beat the bucks because they were wearing their stormtrooper uniforms, man. Those all whites are badass. That's what Portnoy said. Yeah. That's, that's, been, that's he, where I got it from. Man. He's been taking the saints every time they wear the stormtrooper outfits. Total badass. They did it against Brady well-timed. Cost him against uh, Seattle. Yeah, I guess Denver probably good for the 10. I guess yeah. I don't want to admit it as I lean Dallas and Survivor, but Teddy's a great dog. We know that. Well, we talked so we just we talked briefly just about how Vegas, you know, uh, how they honor quarterbacks as far as points. Okay. Vaughn Miller is probably worth a point. Let's just be honest here, guys. That's about it. Um I got to tell you, I'm on the other side of the Miami-Houston game. I'm thinking Houston, um, you know, big fan of organizational beef. Houston often wins out in these uh, battles. So I'm going to take it plus the points. They've only both won on opening week. That was each of their last wins. We're talking two of the darkest dogs foaming at the mouth. I'll take the points. Hey, you want to do a straight bet on that? Sure. 20 beans. 20 beans, six and a half spread. Plus six and a half. Monday night props ticket. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I got, I got a national championship winning quarterback who's trying to prove himself. And you got some guy with a long neck from Stanford. (laughs) I got a team with a 22.0 run against the Super Bowl fave, building a little momentum. All right. Let's go Texans. Uh, I bet you didn't start this show thinking you'd throw down 20 beans on the Texans. (laughs) The purple battle. Ravens mini. I'll roll with Lamar. 
Yeah. And definitely very surprised at your gold pick. The Battle of Ohio always fuck soup. Working class people don't know who's showing up with the lunchbox. You surprised you're taking a stance on it. They, well, away. I just I re-ranked my, I re-ranked my teams and I dropped Cleveland and I didn't move Cincinnati anywhere after they lost to the Jets. Uh, so with the home advantage, I got on my chart. This is almost a, five and a half, six points. It should be. So getting them at three. I'll take it. All right. Weird pick. Gambling donut. Oh, four. No sprinkles on the donut last week. That's because the bite had no bark. Now it's sharp. It's tight. 27 K smile back on track. CFB Sparty. You mentioned it. Who's leading the Spartans? Kenneth Walker, your Heisman favorite, is leading Michigan State minus three at Purdue. They should have been my pick last week. I apologize, folks. I thought I was doing the right thing by not going with them. It was the wrong decision. Back on Sparty, minus three, third team in the nation against unranked Purdue. Not going to be a cakewalk, but they'll find a way to cover to three. We're three and one in our college picks. We're nine, 10, and one on the year. But again, fresh jibs, fresh start. We're basically even Steven for the year. Throw the asterisks on any one of those columns you want, folks. I'm nine, 10, and one. You can put the asterisks on the win, the loss, or the tie. Your decision. I'm impressed and that you could say, I'm impressed that you could say asterisks so much with your new Bugs Bunny jibs. What's up, Doc? The dentist said my sittable sounds will be off for the first month. My sittable uh, sounds. I really thought this was going to be a disaster, but you can asterisk it all you want, bud. That sounds great. <laughs> Sparty minus three college pick. Gold smash. I'm taking a word from you, Hugh. A gold smash. The Niners. Bigger, stronger, hungrier than their division opponents, the Arizona Cardinals. Pick them at home. Who knows about Kyler? Who knows about DeAndre? We know JJ's out. They've got a comfortable grasp on a playoff spot. There is no desperation in the desert. But Jimmy G, here's the footsteps. Here's the media. Here's the porn stars on speed dial. You got a home game against a team that you just barely lost to three weeks ago. Pick them at home. Niners roll. Bigger, stronger than their weaker birds right now. Not later. Not earlier, right now. Week nine, Niners roll. Pick them at home. And, you know, oh, I'm going to take those stupid Jags, plus 15, at home versus our Bills. I was looking at it. Half and half. Jags haven't been home in a long time. Everybody's throwing them out because they got blown away by Geno Smith. Kind of a trendy pick. You even switched off to them last week. Yep. So I'm not going to be that emotional guy. The Bills, they covered, but man, by the skin of their teeth on a last play type of deal. So it was kind of a faux cover for the Bills. So I think it's another big number that's unjustified. Urban, T-Law back at home. And I'm going to take them plus 14 and a half. J-A-X. They got me last week, but I'm going to stick with them. Not my favorite play. Very light sprinkle, everybody. I'm gold smashing, and I'm lightly sprinkling. I'm talking picking out the strawberry sprinkles, just putting down the chocolate and vanilla on the Jags. Plus 14 and a half, Niners pick them. Sparty minus three. You're gambling donut with a fresh start. Talk about it. Yeah, uh, I knew you were getting back on the Spartans because you missed last week. I didn't. I was very happy with that with that uh, outcome. Crazy ass Big Ten game. Weird. I live bet him. I live bet him just like Utah. I was I was channeling my inner hue. Good. They were down eight in the third. I, sh- I could have waited because they went down sixteen. I know. But I got them at plus three hundred for seventy five beans. Again, that and the survival were the only saving graces for last <laughs> week. Shout out one of our look- like you that didn't shout, uh, make shout out one of our look who's talkers Harris Matt. He's such a big Michigan fan. When they lost, he I feel like he had that ready because he gave us a diatribe of Michigan's path to, to the college playoff that he just had ready in case they lost. <laughs> hey, newsflash, Harris. Harbaugh blows 
worst second star of the right the straight on till morning Harris because you're dreaming they ain't making it anyway good game Michigan versus Michigan highest watched playoff college football sorry highest watched college football game since Notre Dame Clemson a couple years ago wow who uh who else you uh who are you staying the far away from this week you okay I am staying the far away from the Raiders and Giants <clears throat> yes one o'clock game for the Las Vegas Raiders they just lost you know someone out of the out of the locker room yeah Big ass, dumb ass mistake by Henry Ruggs going to cost him his career probably. And unfortunately cost some people, uh, cost a woman her life and the dog. So uh, anyway, <laughs> unfortunate incident, staying away from that game. Giants suck. Raiders are obviously in disarray. Uh, still a very talented team, but that's just, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with their situation right now. You know what, what uh, you? Jeff, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to change my pick here on air. Yeah, changing it. I, you know, I thought you took him. I must have no, tuned out for that fourth pick. How did you not take the New England Patriots? I'm scratching the Jags, everybody. We're turning the light sprinkle J-A-X into a heavy sprinkle N-E-P. New England Patriots minus four at Carolina. Looks like this Mac Jones better on the road, eh? Likes a little hostile atmosphere. Not that uh, Carolina is one of the tougher places to play, but Carolina up and down, minus four, Billy B versus Matt Rule. You know, I've never looked more at coaching. And yeah. uh, total 180, I've never looked more at coaching as a handicapper than I have this year. And, uh, you know, everybody always thought he was important, but uh, these Matt Rules, these Brennan Staley's, this uh, Shiano, whatever the guy in Philly. Siriani. Siriano. Uh, so on-air change. Scrap the Jags. Taking the Pats minus four, heavy sprinkle. Okay, okay, yeah, I uh, no, it was it was almost on my list. It, if it was three, it was on my list. It was just the number four. Um, just Carolina, they looked you know, they looked pretty good last week. They looked okay. I'm not, I don't think they're gonna beat the Pats, but I just don't have a good gauge on them right now. Sure, probably the game, probably the game I watched the least, the, that Carolina Atlanta game. And uh, New England's looking good. You know, I heard someone talk about this, and I agree with it right away. And uh, probably love to ask Coach Palmy about this. Actually, uh, everyone was bugging the, you know, ripping on the Patriots for running up the score against the Jets. And one thing I heard about uh, this week on Straight Out of Vegas that I thought was pretty smart was this is pro football, and when your offense is rolling, especially early in the season, and you haven't really been rolling yet, like this is a new quarterback, it's you know basically a new offense uh you can't mimic that in practice you have a real defense trying to stop you and you finally get some momentum it's like a catalyst like leading right into the next week and the rest of the season like no no no. let's start to expect to score touchdowns on every drive so that's why they just kept pushing pedal to the metal against the jets yes kind of a fuck you by bill belichick to the jets which probably will last forever but at the same time you know there's not as much hitting in practice. There's not as much mini camps. Preseason isn't what it used to be. And Bill Belichick always used, always liked to do that. Like, so I think running it up against the jets propelled them into their win against the chargers to get that offense and identity. And uh, yeah, I ain't betting against them anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. And don't let bill into the tournament. You want to face the Patriots as a wild card. Good luck. All right. And this is coming from a big bills fan. Josh, you got to beat him twice. Keep him out of the tournament. I don't want Billy B anywhere near that tournament. Okay, so you you've changed your pick. You got a, this sm- smash on San Fran at home at a pick'em, possibly yes. facing Kyler Murray, possibly not. Doesn't matter. And then doesn't the matter. Sprinkle, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Weird Mike standing behind his Niners. Okay, regardless of who's under center for Arizona. And you got New England minus four. Correct. Okay. All right. What, so hold on, is, hold on. Huckster, what about those Titans? Plus seven and a half Sunday night football. Oh, yeah. LA. Big football game. Big yeah. football game. I don't know. It's a wild card. With it, with, with, it's their first game without the King. It, it's, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I feel uh, a heroic effort with the first game without their leader and then the fall. You know, pride comes before the fall usually, right? Weird Mike, a few college trick plays there in SoFi. With everybody watching, you know, Look at maybe you dropping, a valiant. Just 
Look at, you, look at you dropping philosophical, historical quotes on us. Just mid, you, mid football breakdown, folks. When you see me, whether you know whether it's th- Thanksgiving, whether it's at the club, or it's a new lease on life here, man. I've been walking around with a hole in my face, on and off for thirty years. Okay, this is like the man in the iron mask. Okay, when Leo popped those iron bars off his face, man, he got the princess. He fucking did it. I it's hard it, show. Man. Hearts showing up to, for every dinner date looking like you just pitched a softball game and you were a little slow to get out of the way. <laughs> Congratulations. If they give you if they gave you some extra incisors, you know, Freddie Mercury passed away, man. Queen's looking for a new singer. Ma! Yeah, that's why I had the range, right? He had the extra yeah. molar. Yeah. So I wish I you know what? I, I wish I was delivering the truth of the week, Hewlett, because I'm going to be leaking it out through the next five to 10 episodes, everybody stay tuned for the new lease on life from weird Mike. But uh, I can't wait to hear this truth of the week. You did, did we quick, did we get a pick Titans Rams? Hawk, what do you think, man? Did, did, did he say plus eight plus eight? Yeah, I'll take the Titans plus eight. Hawk, what'd you think of Adrian Peterson getting signed by your Titans to replace Henry, a legend replacing a legend. I'm into it, but a 36 year old AP is no, king henry so i i don't know i'm interested to see how it works out but i don't know really what to expect from him i'm predicting a three-game burst at some point this year ap is gonna you're gonna channel the channel is you know 10 12 year old prior self do the king right win tennessee a, a clutch game to maybe hold off the home field um that's what i see he still got it. I, I like the gall on Vrabel to, to, to do this. I mean, our locker room's set. Vrabel's the king of the room. No one's going to rock this boat. Get in here, AP, and we're going to bust some big holes for you and do what you got to do. I think it's good to get a 36-year-old running back to only play for half a season. So I think it was, I think it was a great move. It's better than promoting some second-round rookie from Eastern Michigan out of, out of, from the practice squad. Um, anyway, so I'm staying away from that spread. I, but I think the props for that game will be very exciting. Big props game. Okay. And then one, one, one more game. Uh, Packers chiefs been talked about it. No Rogers. we got Jordan love who actually looked pretty good during the preseason. Uh, blah, 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 blah. He's got a big arm, but obviously he's very green. Um, eight point spread chiefs. I mean, what do you do? I'm t- I've, chiefs money line is the kind of what I'll be doing on parlays, but yeah, that's uh, stupid. This is, a, this is a prime spot for Green Bay defense to to sort of uh, pick up their slack, pick up their leader. Also, you know, everybody's saying uh, Green Bay's been Rodgers' team for a decade, but the only time they won a Super Bowl is when they had a good D. And, I know. Uh, you know, look at what they did to Arizona. They've done it to a couple other teams. I think it's fool's gold. I might box that on my pools ticket. I think everyone calling the Chiefs defense like the worst in the league is fool's gold. They did the yeah, same yeah. thing. I, I, I never said that. I was never. No, no, no. But like Chris Jones, Jones was hurt. He comes back like suddenly, you know, you're putting pressure on up the middle again. They just so got they, Melvin Ingram tough against the Giants. Yeah. Melvin Ingram. They just picked up from the Steelers. That guy can rush the passer. So they'll get some more pressure again. Great time to get on the Chiefs football futures like stocks. Buy low, sell high. Okay. Chiefs are very low right now. Get on them. All right. Uh, just one quick thing for our truth of the week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks. All right. Uh, I'm getting a lot of look who's talkers who are sending me their big parlays, which keep doing, by the way. And if it's okay with you, I'll ask for permission first, but we'll post them. And uh, let's see if we can showcase our look who's talkers getting rich off our picks, off your own picks, or hopefully we do this big group group parlay and we all farm and win. But one thing I've noticed with some of you guys sending me your, your tickets, your big tickets, is you're contradicting yourself. And I know some of you, for this is like just no-brainer, but just try not to do that, folks, for the most part. If you make eight tickets on Sunday and only two of them can actually win, like, you know, at the same time, you're doing something wrong. It's better to omit than contradict. Omit. Don't contradict. If there's four games... For, per night, like on, on, on some night that you want to bet on, don't go, you know, team A in game one, team B in game two, 
and team B game three, game four, and then make another ticket where you go, okay, I'm going team A in game one, team A in game two, and so on and so forth. Just for your second ticket, don't play game two and have a three game ticket and a four game ticket. So just a little betting advice for you. You don't really want to contradict yourself. The variables that you're stacking are hard enough to, to all win regardless. So don't think that, oh, well, at least I'll win one of these tickets. No, there's a good chance one of your other variables will not come through. So it's better to omit. And make like a, If you want to make a second ticket, but you're not really sure about the one game, just take it off. Don't add something else even, just take it off. Um, but it, don't make a whole bunch of $5, 12-game tickets like on point spread or something where they have to contradict because you, you made so many damn tickets. Just make a 12-gamer and then an 11-gamer, and then a 10 and a 9, and so on and so forth. Just a quick truth of the week, folks, but that's a really good gambling practice to do. Try not to contradict yourself. Now, if you're hedging your own bets, that's a totally different story. If you have a, you've made a two-game parlay, you got a check mark already, and your second game's going well, well, shit. Bet against yourself in the second game for at good value so you could win no matter what. That's different. But making a whole bunch of tickets that somewhat contradict themselves... This isn't March Madness, folks. This is NFL Sundays, all right? Have a little more discipline, and uh, you will put a little more Sheba in your pocket. You better omit and not contradict. Not bad, you. Look at not this bad. new Jibs. He's singing songs. He's singing show tunes, all right? I'm going to make it off of your camera. My fused. infant daughter, man. It's uh, high times, baby. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, Titans are at the top of their division. The Bills are at the top of their division. The two teams... Most heavily supported by Look Who's Talking are cruising right now. Woo! Feels good. We hope so are you. Thank you for sharing our podcast and just helping organically grow it. Uh, we have a weekly winner. I believe someone went perfect. I think it was C-Mac. Uh, so we'll be sending some bet.openly, betopenly.com funds your way. Um, Ship it. I will repost the standings this week. And remember to check out Bet Openly. It's uh, basically the Craigslist of sports wagering. And as they get bigger and bigger, there's actually a whole lot more wagers now than even a year ago that you could do. Uh, if you wanted the Braves or Astros last night, there was seven different ways to take them on people trying to stretch the odds because they're pretty sure of who they're taking. 1% juice, pretty fucking awesome. Um, yeah, so keep sending in your six Q-picks. We got... Team LTD prizes for our top three handicappers of the year with highest win totals and weekly prizes from betopenly.com for our best Hue pickers. And I'm going to say the early big ass money parlay that we'll be doing, that I'll be doing, that I hope you guys want to hop on board for. Here we go, Mike. You ready for this? You, I think you're going to like it. I probably won't, but I am ready. Yeah, I don't think you will either, but yeah, I think you might. I Okay, we got the New England money line. Yep. Bengals minus two and a half. Is that, by the way, that number just during this podcast has gone from three to two and a half. Whatever. (laughs) I swear to God, check it right now. No, no, I meant like whatever. I'm okay with it. Bengals minus two and a half. New England money line. Falcons money line. Sure, why not? There's your denominator. If it's against Simeon or Taysom Hill, that's tasty. We're going to take the Chargers at minus one and a half. Love it. And then the Broncos money line. There you go. Five teams, 50 beans will probably pay about 2,500 bucks. Was that a survivor warning shot, Hewlett? Yes. If it's Cooper Rush, if it's, if it's Cooper Rush or a hobbled Dak Prescott, I would look, I would think twice. Okay. Just because they lost Von Miller, they, they don't have any other injuries. They're just, and they're talented. They're just not playing great football, but they can play great football. So, and they got their starting quarterback. So that's, I'll post that. Let's all win together, folks. Anything for shut the huck up. Go Titans. God bless you, Huck. Uh, Bugs Bunny, new jibs, weird Mike, rolling with the Spartans this weekend. And so should you. See you next week for episode 107. Thanks a lot, everybody. Fascist slave, you protested to get in a fucking lookbook. Everything I scribbled like the anarchist cookbook. Look good. Posing in a center for the cookbook. Black on black on black with the ski mask. That is my crookbook. How you like my styling, bro? Ain't nobody styling, bro. About to turn this motherfucker up like Rikers Island, bro. Where my father
killers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers. When you niggas gon' unite and kill the police motherfuckers or take over a jail. Get them CO's hell. The burning of that sofa, goddamn, I love the smell. Like it's a pillow torching. Where the fuck the warden? And when you find them, we don't kill them, we just waterboard them. We killing them for freedom cause they tortured us for boredom. And even if some good ones die, fuck it, the Lord assort them. We we out of order, your honor, you out of order. This old court is unimportant. You fuckers are walking corpses. I'm a flip wig synonym, living within distortion. I bite into a cyanide molar before you whores win. I'm a New Yorkie and I'm fucked for the jump. I wear my Yankee so tilted, I actually walk with a hunch. Look at Mikey, I think he like you. We are sinister sons. Hey, we the type of type to preach it with a grin and a grin. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on.